Welcome back to the Two Minute Warning. I'm here with my co-host, Annie. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. We got two weeks left until the big test, but I think we're going to nail it just like Shohei Otani. Oh, wait. No, he lost in the home run derby. Yeah, to Pete. <laughs> That's yes, not a diss he... to me. <laughs> but that brings me to the very first story. We're, we're going to be talking about the MLB's all-star festivities. So we got the home run derby, which was Monday night. And we had the All-Star Game, which was Tuesday night. It did pretty well in the ratings. About 8 million people tuned in for both events, which is a little bit of an increase from 2019. Remember, there was no um, events last year because of the pandemic, obviously. Midsummer Classic, if you're a true baseball fan. Midsummer Classic. But what were your impressions? So starting, honestly, with the Home Run Derby. So I didn't watch really before. I guess I never really watched the Home Run Derby I watched when Pete won, so I, won- I watched in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2019, I actually hated the bracket. I thought it was so silly. Right. For those who don't know, it used to just be you got up there, you hit as many as you could. Now what they're doing is actually a great idea that they're doing individual matchups to start. Well, so you think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. But but how many people? I think there were eight people to yeah, start. And so it was four. It was each each guy against each guy. For four Basically, different it's rounds. Three ra- it's, no, it's three rounds. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was three rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, head's, head's a little frazzled, but um, it, it really added an element of excitement because there were some times when the guy who went last was trying to catch up, and we you, we were on the couch watching together, oh, yeah. and you were like, like squeezing my arm because yeah. it got really really tight for like a couple when, seconds. So if anyone didn't watch, what I was going to say is that I didn't like it in 2019 just because honestly, I know that Pete won and I'm so happy for him. I love that he keeps bringing the trophy to New York. I think Vlad should have won in, <laughs> in 2019. Um, he was against Vlad, right? Yeah, Vlad lost to him. I think so. It was an amazing, like Vlad had like 35 but like it, against his round, not against Pete. And then when they finally went to head to head, like I guess Vlad had like 20 something and like Pete had like two more. Like it wasn't that it was a good competition between them really because Vlad was amazing the entire time and Pete kind of eked out the victory. Um, but Vlad was the hero last night. For those who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Vlad Guerrero Jr., whose father, Vladimir Guerrero, I guess senior, senior. <laughs> was an excellent player also. And, and he's on Brad's fantasy baseball team. Yes. That is very important. But he also became the third father. He had a home run in the All-Star Game, which mm-hmm. let him become the third father-son duo to hit All-Star Game homers. So Vlad's dad hit a home run, I think, in 2006. We had Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr. both hit home runs in the All-Star Game. And we had the Bonds, Barry Bonds. Did and not know Barry Bonds' dad played baseball. Yeah, yeah, he did. did. He also I think his name was Bobby Bonds. Um, did he also do steroids? I don't know. I think you'd have to look at his head size. <laughs> Um, but what I was going to say is that they did a great job this year. At first, Brad and I were making fun of the broadcast. Oh, the home, of the Home Run Derby. Of the Home Run Derby. ESPN, they got it together. Colorado was super fun as an environment. I wasn't expecting it. I thought it was going to be um, silly just because because of the altitude there, the ball carries. So it's notorious that at Coors Field, so the field that you play out in Colorado, if you're a Colorado Rocky, notorious for home run hitting. Like it's incredible if a pitcher does has a good season there because it's almost impossible. Shout out to Jacob DeGrom, who 
always plays well in Colorado. It wasn't, it wasn't like that at all. It actually kind of seemed difficult for some of them to hit home runs. It was so fun to watch yeah, them. The setting was beautiful. The setting was gorgeous. And the fans the, were great. My favorite thing about it was they really went all out with miking the players up. So oh, yeah. they gave players mics throughout the uh, game. Yeah. And it was really cool because you got to hear them like while they were at bat. So for example, the Red Sox, Xander Bogarts was at bat with the microphone. Yeah. And Joe well, Buck, the broadcaster. Joe Buck was kind of annoying because <laughs> Xander Bogarts had two strikes on him and was like clearly trying to like look for a pitch. And great of Joe Buck to ask him like, oh, what pitch are you looking for? One, the catcher could hear you and could sign something else. Two, stop talking to him when he has two strikes no, on him. It's it was, so annoying. It was really cool because he was like, Xander, quickly, what pitch do you yeah. think is coming? And he said fastball. He was and the pitcher threw a slider. And you could tell that he was looking for the fastball and just missed because yeah. he swung too early. So that was really cool. Um, and it was it was also just really funny seeing that every time that they were near someone who didn't know they were mic'd, they said, Joe, like, I'm, I'm mic'd, I'm mic'd, watch out. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like if you're a mobster and you're – Mike, but you don't want certain people to get in trouble, mm, you know? Yeah. Um, you know that because you watch The Sopranos. I never finished. I really mm. need to finish. Um, that's a shout out to listener Dan Rich. We need to finish this last season of The Sopranos. Um, but what I was actually going to say is I love the mics. I love seeing the personalities of the players. Uh, it's fun because you never really get to hear these players right. talk except for on Sunday Night Baseball. One of my favorite parts of the season was when f- future broadcaster Freddie Freeman was playing a game against the Chicago Cubs. Um, Anthony Rizzo was trying to tag out Freddie and he screams at him, Frederick, Frederick, Freddie. And it was just so funny to see that these players actually enjoy the sport that they're playing. I find that it's really hard to watch certain professional athletes because you can't always tell if they're enjoying the sport here you can when you get to hear yeah. them it's 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 incredible to hear it's it's fun to see yeah, as a and, viewer and shout out to zeb for sending me a clip of white Sox pitcher liam Hendricks who made the final out but i never even heard him speak but he was so funny pitching he was like huffing and puffing <laughs> yeah. and making like really excited noises um and so okay well done mlb the jerseys were still bad but Terrific. Um, but and do something different. It was good. I'm looking forward to next year's. I think they really have something with the home run derby and miking the players up. All right, let's get right into the five second runoff. Number one, LeBron James is now a character in the video game Fortnite. And I know that you used to play <laughs> back in, what was it, 2017? 18. But you used to come over to my apartment. My, my roommate at the time was really into the game. And you played and you were completely lost, but you still did a good job. Excuse me. I would get into like the top five every time because I would hide in a bush because I really didn't know how to play and I didn't <laughs> want to shoot the gun. Um, but I did love finding chests. So I was always good at yes, finding those. Yes. Big part of the game. But cool. Chests. That's good for yeah. LeBron. He no, just but, expands but, his brand right. so well. So he does a great one, job one of the so. One of the skins is a Space Jam is a Space Jam skin where uh, because the new movie's coming out. And another one is his infamous Taco Tuesday thing. So they put like a taco shirt on Taco Tuesday. Um, He's really, for any professional athlete in the world, he's incredible at marketing himself and always putting himself out there without making it seem too campy or cheesy. Like he really knows if it's him or if it's people who work for him or a combination of the two. Amazing. Because – I don't know if I've ever seen bad press about LeBron other than when he did the decision. And even that, like people talk about it because it was just the most insane (sighs) thing to happen, I guess, in like, what was it? 2012, like 2011, like 
maybe a lot of things weren't happening in 2011, but I don't know if it would really get as much uh, exposure as it would now. But like Ken Durant did the same thing essentially on the 4th of July when he switched from the Thunder mm-hmm. to uh, Golden Warriors, State. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, LeBron's he's a great marketer and he's he's he he's a fun athlete. All right, let's get into number two. You married the wrong guy, I hate to tell you. Yeah, no, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a doctor who just passed away in Tampa, Florida. Why would I want my husband to die? No, no. Oh, I'm just saying his estate just had an auction for oh? his sports memorabilia. Oh? And he had some very valuable things in there, like a Babe Ruth card, a Mickey Mouse card. It, his collection ended up selling for $21.5 million. Yeah, but you have to pay like estate fees and like your executor i just i want I'd rather my husband be alive <laughs> and um i don't know I, I mean that's kind of cool i guess that he's amassed such an incredible yeah. collection why did they sell it well i don't know i guess his family has no use for it anymore and they just wanted to make a bundle of money so whatever the good thing they did it before the nft craze really takes off <laughs> but no that's that's interesting i didn't see anything on that um uh, good for him. I uh, good for him for collecting it, and good for his family for noticing just how valuable <laughs> that is, and for selling it the second that he died. Yes. All right. Number three, the Washington Football Team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, announced that they are going to change their name to something in 2022. Personally, I disagree with this decision. I think Washington Football Team actually cool. sounds like very classy. The president came out and said that they're not going to change it to Warriors. Wait. I don't know why they would ever change it to Warriors. Let's just clarify. The president of the Washington football team or the president of the United States? Oh, sorry. Yes, they, the president of the Washington football team. I just feel like you don't know at like a certain point what's what's real, what's fake. I just want to make sure that we're clear. Um, okay, so I guess the Warriors were an option. Was that like their former name perhaps? Prior to no, I don't. I guess they just wanted to like copy Golden State success. But if I was going to ask you, what would you think about the Washington Walt Strikers? It's horrible. It's bad, right? It's horrible. Okay, I'll keep on thinking. Washington Zag is not better. No, it, I, I, things just don't go well with W names. Wolverines, <laughs> that's taken. So Washington Wolverines on a football. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan that's Wolverines. College. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying they've, so? they've taken a bunch of things. <laughs> okay, are we gonna like say like you can't do anything that's a college sport? Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what works for football. I, I kind of like the Washington football team. I'm also really not clever. Like I would be like the Washington sloths, like something weird <laughs> and like that no one would like. And it's not apropos to being a good football team, but I don't know. I guess you can do something cool. I was going to say the Saints and now I realize that's actually a football team. Yeah. So, All right. Number four, Jacob Steinmetz, who mm. is Again, a- I married the wrong person. <laughs> He's a fellow... Yid, and he was drafted 77th overall Amazing. by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Amazing. Really incredible. I think his dad is a coach of YU bat- men's basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you they've that. They've had a lot of success. Yeah, I think you did. Not you think. You know I told you that. <laughs> but, the, but the best part was seeing the video of his yeah. friends celebrating when he got the call. I mean, to sit there for the MLB draft and have like a party, you never know when you're going to get drafted. And there's so many rounds. Yeah. Like, what was Mike Piazza drafted? Like 200 or 300 something? Like, Something crazy, so they could have been waiting around all day. But it's like Tom Brady's friends could have been waiting around all day too. <laughs> and just as we were about to go to sleep, I asked you what would be a funny line, and we were thinking, like, were his friends celebrating, chilling at Kiddish like or getting, herring? Like, or, no, it's like getting the Ritz crackers before like the old men touch them at the Kiddishes at Shul. But like, it's such a specific joke 
that it wouldn't have worked. I think it landed with like the sushi at the schmorg. I agree. It was I a great line. A joke. It was a great line. All right. Last but not least, number five. The Tampa Bay Lightning, who, as you know, won the Stanley Cup last week, mm-hmm. went a little bit too far with their celebration, and the Stanley Cup ended up being dented. So I was, <gasps> was going to ask you. Didn't I, Tom Brady almost dent? Yes. Um, I think they were like throwing the trophy around when they were celebrating in the water. So I was going to ask you, do you think if you won a championship, how careful would you be with the trophy and would you break careful. it? Not careful, definitely break it, considering the fact that I threw my reusable water bottle on my couch, on our couch tonight. It bounced off <laughs> and cracked on our floors. So I'm not so sure I'm the person to trust with a cup or a bottle or what have you. I definitely wouldn't be careful because I also feel like hockey players are just insane. And they use the Stanley Cup from year to year to drink out of. Yes. I'm surprised it's still in existence. I'm just amazed that COVID hasn't overrun their league because it's unbelievable the amount of germs being passed between all these players. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, I can't believe they dented it. I know. How old is the trophy? <laughs> Very old. <laughs> all right. Well, that, ra- that wraps up the five-second runoff. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoyed that all-out blitz. Thank you so much to my beautiful co-host, Annie, podcast producer, Zev Ran. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, and we will be back, if not next week, then the week after. Bye. Uh,